Welcome to Canada's podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Rivers Corbett, and I want to invite you, welcome you, embrace you into a pretty cool conversation that we're going to have with my esteemed friend, colleague, and fellow entrepreneur, all that uh, stuff, Louis Vandervalk. He, um, well, it's just a rock star conversation we're going to have. I've had, I've had at least five of them with podcasts and so on. And I want to make sure we continue to bring great value added conversations to, uh, to the Atlantic Canadian entrepreneurship ecosystem. And this one is a promised one for sure. So, uh, before I, uh, I get into Lewis's bio, which is over here, by the way, I had to get out of the shades and so on. Lewis, welcome to uh, Canada's podcast. Great to see you again, man, as always. Likewise, my friend. Appreciate the opportunity. Excited to dive in for another conversation. Like you said, we always have some good conversations here. Yeah, we really do, brother. We really do. They're lots of fun. And one of the ones, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Lewis is on his way to his third child. So congratulations on that. For- adding to the entrepreneurial pool for future generations. It's very cool. So Lewis is the owner of Blue Crocus Solutions. And what they do is they serve North American contractors and service businesses with web design, SEO, PPC, and a CRM solution to tie it all together. And that's kind of just you know, that's just, that's just technical jargon to me. Like, oh my God, what is that? But Lewis has a great way to explain it a little bit further. So it's ultimately a full service digital marketing agency. He partners with his clients to drive better business strategies that result in business growth. And I, I love that piece. It's not just about putting numbers of eyeballs and that stuff. It's all about building that bottom line focus um uh he uh, he chose the crocus as the face of the brand because it is it is a herald of new life strength and resilience and uh, obviously his desire is to provide that to his clients so so lewis i want to tie into that when we start off because 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 you're 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 a brand expert because you really dive into identity and so on talk about the process that you went through to brand Blue Crocus and, you know, what those words, new life, strength and resilience mean and wrap it as a three question thing. Why it's so important. Maybe you can start with that first. Why do you think it's so important for people just not to make up a name that's got nice colors and abbreviations to it? And talk about that to get started. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm going to, um, you, you laid it out very well there and, and, and made it sound pretty fantastic. I'm going to be honest with you. Rivers, I did not have a ton of uh, branding background into it when I made the okay. Um, great so, you know, you 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 led up to that, and that, and that was great. Um, <laughs> well, it's been nice talking to you, Lewis. Enjoy yeah. your third child. There you go, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. That's it for today's episode. <laughs> exactly, Sorry, exactly. Okay. But, uh, but basically, it came from you know I knew where I wanted to go, um, and I and I just sat down and I. And I just picked a name. Um, I was actually going to call it Blue Jug Solutions, um, you know, because that was kind of a, you know, when I when I worked at Job, that was, um, you know, I was kind of known for the massive water bottle um, that I yes. that I always kept in my desk, right? So um, I was like, I liked the color blue. You know, there's there's lots of branding stuff behind blue, um, and and I just literally was sitting down and I said Blue Jug Solutions. It's got a nice ring to it. Turns out there was a uh, company that already had, you know, it was a water supply company in Texas that had a pretty good web presence. 
for Blue Jug Solutions. And I knew I was going to be working with contractors in the States. So yes, I was sir. like, you know, what else can I do? And I, I wanted to keep Blue and, and ran through you know, a, a bunch of different options and settled on the Crocus because it lined up with what I knew I was going to do. So there, were, there was some thought behind it, um, but it kind right. of came together as, you know, I knew where I wanted to go. I knew I wanted to be that solution for people and, and something that, you know, a lot of contractors, they struggle getting uh, good marketing services. They pay a ton of money or they pay a little bit of money and get promised the world and get nothing in return. And then they're burnt forever because they've been spending $100 a month for five years. And they're like, it's not working. Right. Um, you know, so, so bringing that reality to them, first of all, saying, hey, you can't spend $100 a month <laughs> and expect, you know, fantastic results. But secondly, <laughs> when they are paying us, you know, bringing them the results that they're looking for. So I, I yeah. knew that going in and the crocus, you know, it's one of my favorite spring flowers. It always comes up, it pokes through the snow. Love it. Um, yeah. and, and so it all kind of combined there. So that, that's kind of the story that, that meshed together with where we were going. I love it. So a couple of things that I've taken out from that one is the crocus. And, you know, you got to have that passion that you live every day with your business. And obviously that's a reminder that puts a smile on your face. That's very personal to you. And, you know, I'm sure if you study the crocus flower, there's elements of that too, as to what makes it special. But the other thing is, is that, is that I, I love that you kind of got, kind of get somebody hit you across the head with the blue jug and said, dude, you can't do it that way. And you listen. That's the other thing where a lot of people would say, well, screw it. It's in the United States. No big deal. I'll never actually have to run into those guys or gals. And uh, But you listen to that and, and you move forward. So I, I want to talk about contractors because that's a pretty broad, broad, um, uh, uh, I'll call it reference point. When you say contractors, Lewis, who are you serving as contractors? And I know a little bit behind the scene, paving scene, but Tell me about, tell the audience about contractors and why you chose that niche. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up, you know, right out of high school, I worked in the space of, you know, doing concrete work and framing. So I'm very familiar with the, with the niche. Um, and then, you know, came into it from the marketing perspective and it's a wide open playing field. There's a, a lot of people who are not optimizing their businesses online. So there's a lot we can do for people, a lot of market share there um, to be, taken, you know, for, for a business like us and a lot of people to help. So the right. niches that we help, you mentioned paving there. Um, we've gone pretty hard into paving. We also um, just started a junk removal business last May. Um, and, and that is doing really well. And so that we've, you know, kind of teed off of that and, and made quite a lot of videos off of that. And, and that's really picking up as a niche that we serve. Um, and home remodeling would be our other biggest niche as well. Um, that's so, so brilliant. Yeah. So, so it, it kind of comes together. We were you know, really focusing on asphalt and then trying to do everything for asphalt, you know, everything from Facebook ads to social media marketing to this and that. And it just came down to the fact that we're really good at Google stuff. We're good at websites, we're good at SEO, and we're good at Google ads. Um, and so we said, hey, we'll pull back and just do those services for people. Um, and then we can branch out into a few other niches. So that's, those are kind of the main niches that we serve. Um, tree service and masonry, you know, are thrown in there too. But really anybody that, you know, is, is looking to go out and serve a customer, we can help. But those are the main ones that we serve right now. A couple of things that come from this is uh, one of the things, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of you and what you're doing. I remember, remember you were having conversations when you were just getting started. And, when, and I love that you reached out. And I love that we've become friends. But one thing, ladies and gentlemen, that Lewis does very well is he also becomes an ambassador for the industry, for his clients. And if you study and follow what it is that he does, uh, yes, he serves his clients very well, 
but he also helps them market their service. So he's always talking about what one about what it is they're doing. But this is the other cool thing. He immerses himself into what is going on with his clients. And I think there was a paving client or something like that where you you went up, you put the, 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 the orange vest on and you went down there and you played in the game. Can you talk about that strategy and how it has benefited Luke Crocus and how and, and, and what what you would convey or recommend to other entrepreneurs who are trying to be better and maybe saying that's an interesting strategy. You live with your customers. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it comes down to the, the root of it is a strategy that you, or a philosophy that you hold really dear to your heart is, you know, zag when others are zigging, right? Yeah, sure. Yes. And so, you know, the, the paving industry, as I got into it, you know, interacted with a lot of groups on Facebook. Um, there's a lot of people serving the industry. And so I said, how can I stand out? How can I really um, bring something to the industry that others are not? And so I said, you know, I've got to go out and, you know, one, just get in there and get dirty and, and um, you know, make it happen, learn some of the ins and outs of it, um, learn. I use it as an opportunity to start teaching some of my clients to say, hey, these are the pictures I got from one day on the job. These are the pictures. Right. You should bring. Um, but secondly, it endeared me to the, um, to the industry because they said, oh, he's, you know, he's willing to get out and get dirty. Um, I did a bunch of live videos while I was doing it. And I did use it as a marketing thing, um, but I also used it as something that I now understood it even more fully. Um, and mm. so I understood the, the, you know, the ins and outs and things that a lot of our clients didn't think was worth telling the, the customers, um, telling their customers was, you know, really important to get across. Like they do a really good job. Like the one I went to, it was in uh, Sussex and I actually um, worked. Is that where it was? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sussex, New Brunswick, for those of you that are listening across the country, because it does go across the country and people, of course, are leaning into stories from Atlantic Canada, which I just read today. I know I'm all over the place. that Atlantic Canada has had the has had the, one of the highest population immigration, immigration, immigration of any other region in the country. So people are looking to us. So sorry to interrupt Sussex, New Brunswick, which is the dairy capital of the New Brunswick, too. So anyway, that's where you went. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can you yeah so, on, sir? so I so I went down there and just you know, popped in the trucks at, at seven in the morning. I left here at like five in the morning, um, drove down to Sussex, popped in the trucks at seven, rode out to the job. Um, they actually let me run the the paving machine like that. I, they, they really were very uh, open to letting me jump in. I just said, hey, you know, can I come work for a day for free um, and and just get some pictures and, and learn a little bit more about it? Um, so they got some free labor for a day. I, I made myself useful and I, I was familiar with the concrete world. Um, and so yes. it wasn't, you know, a huge leap for me to jump in. Um, it's quite a different world, the asphalt uh, world and the way it all goes together because it hardens up a lot faster. But but just getting in there and and getting dirty and, and getting comfortable with, um, you know, being different was something that that really helped. It helped us grow tremendously. Um, and then and then, you know, in some of the mentorship programs that I'm in, they started implementing it and they called it the Lewis method. And I was like, all right. <laughs> That's so brilliant. I love it. I love it. I love it for so many reasons. <laughs> One of them is that, is that I thought you worked there for at least a month with those guys. So you made me think that you were working there every day. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And so yeah. really dove into that, which I, I think was really cool. But also the point that you just made is that they loved it. And we talk about word of mouth referral. And, you know, you play in that digital world, the digital world, the digital world. But I, I got to 
think from what you just said, it helped us grow. So how did that help you grow? I know you're doing other things with your, obviously you're practicing what you preach with what you do with Blue Crocus, but how did that zagging help you grow? It's a great lean in moment. Yeah. So it came down to, um, you know, I had a bunch of, of content that I could use you know, and I did, you know, you thought I was working there for a month. That's hilarious. I did, um, seriously. <laughs> but, I, thought, but I, I thought you actually had the job there and you were doing Blue Crocus on the side for a minute. I said, okay, well, you know, he's got to look after family feet. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, it was a day long thing. And then I did another one a couple of months later uh, up here locally in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Um, yes. And then I, and then I used the content. So I used it to show, hey, you know, I'm not afraid to get out there and, and do the work. Um, and I love the business. I love the industry. And that meant a lot to the people who were watching me um, and who were who were thinking, hey, you know, we'd like to have someone build our site. But a lot of digital marketers, they they don't make the connection between, um, you know, the industry and what they hold dear and then, you know, what needs to be told to Google um, to, yeah. to bring in leads. So having that connection, um, it, it really was a, you know, the no like and trust factor, the like and trust factor side of things went way up in the triangle for me. And then they would get to know me, you know, more as they went along. Of course, it's the he he knows two people who knows two people who knows two people. So, Lewis, I, I want to um, I want to talk a bit about uh, lead generation, and I'm going to be all over the place. There is no rhyme or strategy. This is to serve entrepreneurs. Obviously, ladies and gentlemen, Blue Crocus has got all kinds of uh, value in many areas uh, that they can serve you. And I want you to lean in and connect with Lewis. And we're gonna talk more about the company here in a second, but lead generation. I, I wanna to, to touch into, in, into that. How do you nurture lead generation now online uh, with your strategies and helping your clients? Because as you said earlier, hundred bucks a month, no, you're just doing it all. Well, you don't wanna say wrong, but it's wrong. And so legion, legion, legion. So you, can you talk about how your approach works? Not, not talking about what others don't, but why does your approach work to helping your clients grow your business as we talked about in the intro? Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's um, you know, we can talk about the, the $99 guys all day, but basically what we're doing is we start with a foundation of, you know, basically your website is the foundation. Um, especially for, for contracting businesses to have somewhere for people to come see their reviews, see their work, see what they do, for Google to see what they do and, and for us to tell them in a, in a million different ways is important. Um, and then Google business listings are, are very important. Um, and then working on both of those. So once they're, mm. once they're up and running, there's a lot of things you can do to build authority for your website, for your Google business listing to then say, hey, you know, raise your hand and say, hey, Google, we're over here. We do... Mm you know, such and such a service in this area. If people are looking for this, you know, we're, we're the ones with the authority to, to answer the questions. So we do that. And I mean, some of my favorite examples are people who have done word of mouth their whole life. We throw up a, a website, you know, just basically optimize it. Um, and he's getting like 50, I believe he got 50 leads in the first two months that it was up. Wow. Wow. And that, and that, you know, blew his mind. He was like, these are like free leads. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's crazy, right? So um, what do you say to businesses who say, uh, you know what, um, I, I don't think I don't I don't think that works. I, I, I you know, they, they say, no, I don't think people really go and do searching anymore. I don't think they go online. I think they go to, quote unquote, 
the yellow pages. Now, a younger audience is, is not going to connect with this question. I'm talking to the older entrepreneurs who are trying to get out of their way and open up their mind. How much is that lead, not lead, the search happening online by an average consumer who says, I want to, I want to, um, I want to find a plumber. I want to talk about that journey of a customer using Google now to find what it is that they're looking for. I think that the the stats, um, I'm a little fuzzy on, on the stats of the number of people, but really anybody now, if you're going on and you've got an issue, you're going to go search um, immediately and try, and try and find a plumber that's near you that provides a service because you've got to get, get your problem solved. You don't have time to go out and hang by the water cooler and say, hey, you know, we got mm. an issue. Let's, you know, who's the plumber? It's, you know, you need someone, you're going to call them and you're going to get it done. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, on the flip side, as a contracting business, if you're not showing up there when they're in their hour of need, they're going to pass you over and call someone else. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So how does um, it's let's go back to the beginning days of Blue Crocus when we first started to connect with each other. And I think you were getting going and we were trying to figure out how to do business together, all that kind of jazz. Talk yeah. about talk about the first six months, because back then you had no traction. And I always love telling the startup story because to me, that's the, the funnest time in a business because your energy and your excitement is high, but also it's swampy stuff. Can you talk about your first six months year and building Blue Crocus and what was your strategy? Yeah. Yeah. So my strategy was, you know, jump out of the plane and build your parachute on the way down. Uh, <laughs> imperfect action beats perfect inaction every day of the week. Uh, that was yes, sir. That- that one of my mentors told me, and I know you subscribe to that as well. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I was working a full-time job as, a, as an engineering um, design, like a, a mechanical engineering designer. Um, and so, you know, basically it was jump in. You know, I, I learned the process. I, I really knew nothing about the, the process of this, you know, in early 2019. So I dove in, I invested heavily into courses and, and mentorships um, around the, the topics had conversations with you about some business structure stuff. You know, we, we I just reached out to everybody I knew that knew something. You did a ton of questions. A lesson there, a lesson there, ladies and gentlemen. You reached out, and Lewis, when you reached out, me not included. How many? What percentage of the people said, "Yeah, I'd love to help you." A hundred percent, hundred percent of the people. Lesson. And, Thank you, and, sir. It's uh, people that have gone somewhere. They've done. They've done that. I mean, you've you've had your bumps and bruises along the mm-hmm. way, and you want to help mm-hmm. people not have those bumps and bruises along the way. And, and I'm the same way. I haven't, I'm not to the point where you are yet and, and haven't had as many bumps and bruises yet. You know, they're, they're coming down the line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just the nature of it. And I'm, I'm ready to embrace them. But, uh, you know, I'm willing to share what I have learned with people because I have grown tremendously in the last, you know, what, what is it, three, four years. Yes, um, sir. And so, you know, my strategy at the beginning to go back to that question was, you know, jump in, start calling people, start, you know, reaching out for help, but reaching out to people who might need my services. I, yeah. I remember I, I structured my schedule at my job so I could come in at 5.30, I work 5.30 to 5, four days a week, and then I'd take Wednesday off and I'd just go around Fredericton, uh, popping into businesses. That was that was the grassroots start of it. Okay, and you know, I do remember you, 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 you doing that. And the other thing is you stuck to that routine. 
that was really cool too. It, it really was about structure for you. Unfortunately, you had that engineering background, so you understand the importance of structure. And, uh, and so that allowed you to consistently build what it is to where you are today. I, I was, I, I mean, I live by many sayings and you're right. Zag is my favorite. It is my philosophy of, of not only work, but also play. I think that's where you really uh, get to get to enjoy things. But um, but I've uh, you know I've always subscribed to the basis that when you ask people along the way, and the turtle won the race. We always have to remember that the turtle won the race. It's very very key. So I want to I want to um, I I want to talk about globally because scaling is part of your strategy we talk in your uh, in your intro with regards to on, on linkedin your profile and so on how are you reaching clients outside of the maritimes this is an important lesson to people who are building businesses in the maritimes you have to think scale if you want to grow beyond the borders of it. so how's what is your approach to that to build more client opportunities for blue crocus yeah, so I have I have really become um, big on Facebook. Uh, I, I've invested a lot of time. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm big on Facebook, but I invest most of my time into Facebook. Um, I jump into the groups. There's a lot of groups around the different industries that we service. LinkedIn has the same sort of thing. I have focused more on on Facebook than LinkedIn. Um, Interesting. But uh, but jumped into those groups, provided value first, um, and I find the more I provide value, the more the bottom line of our business grows. Um, so, providing so talk about that. Dig, dig deep on that. So I'm in a group, um, paving group. I'm providing value. Do I provide value proactively? Do I provide active, reactively? And in that conversation I'm having in groups, where do I say, when you, if you want more information, let's chat how I can help you? Because that can be a potential turnoff in a conversation. Yeah, so a lot of these people in the groups, um, paving and and junk removal is is an industry that I've really really been pushing the last three months, um, you know, to tee off of the success we've had with our business. Um, jump in there and add value. People are asking. There's a lot of new businesses. Okay. People are asking. You know, should I go with this lead provider? You know, should I go with uh, Home Advisor or Thumbtack or um, those are kind of the U.S. versions of the aggregators uh, for leads, right? Um, or, or what do I, what do I do with my website? You know, can, can someone help me here? Can someone help me with my Google business listing? So I jump in and, and I'll leave, you know, comments and say, Hey, here's, here's some videos that I've made on the subject. Um, mm-hmm. you know, take a look here, you know, happy to take an audit. I offer, offer a lot of audits. Um, so if someone wants me to run oh. through what they have, I'll do, it'll take me about 30 minutes and I'll give them like a 10, 15 minute video on what they're doing now that's working and what they can do to improve. And in that, I say, hey, you know, I'm going to pitch wow. you on our services um, and tell you what we do at the end here. But I want you to come away with a ton of nuggets, regardless of whether we work together. And I'm saying that kind of for me, too. Like, I, I preface the whole thing in my mind, as well as for them to, to frame up that I, I am going to tell them of our services. Yeah. But for me going in, it really helps me to think the more people I help, the more people will help me. Um, yeah. and, and so it keeps that forefront in my mind. So that is a strategy that we've used almost exclusively to, to build this is I can look back at 90% of the customers that have jumped, jumped on with us. I've helped at, in one way or another over the last uh, four years. And so why Facebook groups over LinkedIn groups in your, in your opinion? Um, Facebook is, is kind of, you know, where um, my original training was around, you know, so optimizing okay. my profile uh, from a business perspective. Um, LinkedIn is powerful. I just haven't dove into it with the same consistency. 
Uh-huh. Um, and I think anywhere you go, Instagram can be really powerful. I've gotten some some clients off of Instagram. So anywhere you go, be consistent. Um, you know, right. I don't think there's one holy grail. I think any one of them can be a holy grail if you do it consistently. And there's people that do multiple consistently. I just you know have have a um, bandwidth that I have to watch, right? So Facebook is where I started and where I went hard, found success, and just kept building off of that. Yeah, and it makes sense. It makes sense to be able to do that. So let's talk about bandwidth. Um, Blue Crocus is growing. Uh, you're growing with it. Talk about your team. Uh, I want. I want to. I want to talk about your family as part of this because you talk about bandwidth. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs, young families, older families, whatever. How do I balance this whole thing out? Uh, I think for yours, it's a fascinating conversation. But talk about uh, your team. How are you building up? Because your bandwidth is Lewis is twenty four seven, minus the time that you need to, of course, spend with your uh, with your two kids now, soon to be three, and your wife. Yeah, yeah, no. So that's come into focus really, really hard in the last. Uh, like I've been focusing on that really hard in the last four months. I'd say I hired a, an agency um, slash mentor out of Australia. Actually, so they're they're mentoring us on some of the, um, you know, leveling us up on SEO and and paid ads on Google, as well okay. as bringing in structure and product management to really help us. So um, that that is something that is, is very in the forefront of what we're doing right now: building out processes, building out a team. Um, just hired another full-time web designer uh, last week um, and, and you know, getting all of those systems in place so that I can do the management. I'm not doing much of the work anymore. I'm still right. as needed and inspecting what I expect from the team, quality control, but building out processes because what we do is not rocket surgery. There are right. systems and processes to this once you train yes. someone. Um, yes. Getting that set up because you know, in a month and a half, I'm going to have to step away in in some capacity, you know, I'm never going to be completely turned off. Sure, yeah. But, um, you know, there, there's points where I'm going to have to pull in, and it's starting already. Like I spent, uh, you know, my my wife went down for a nap today because she's, you know, she's getting pretty pregnant. Um, yes. So I take the kids while she's down. We went out and built a snowman. Nice. Um, and so, so having that ability to step away, you know, and, and attend to my biggest investment, which is the family, and the whole reason I started this is so yes, it is. and something that I've realized. As I build this, I'm not building this. You know, I've got big goals for the business, but none of that yeah. matters if I'm not supporting the original reason that I got into this. Talk about what's your wife's name? Alyssa. Alyssa, I've asked you that before, and I apologize for forgetting it. But uh, Alyssa, how how do how do you and Alyssa team up? How are you as a team building a business? Because every business has various roles associated with it to make it successful. Uh, talk about her role in helping you to build Blue Crocus? Her role has been, I would say if I could, if I could say it in a word, it's grounding. Grounding ah. me back to, to the family. She, you know, her role is the domestic engineer. She's got you know, <laughs> two or three full-time jobs managing everything uh, on the home front um, yes, sir. You know, and enabling me to do this, but, but grounding me as well to say, Hey, you know, you're distracted around the kids. What, what do we need to do to, to get some clarity on that? You're, you're not fully present with me. Um, quality right. time is is one of our most coveted things as a nice. as a couple, right? So if we're not able to have those deep conversations, um, chat about the day, chat about the kids, where we want to go, what we're doing, then we drift apart. So having that, you know, in the schedule, we have that scheduled now, where it's you know every night we get at least an hour um, to just just talk, right? Or you know, some nights it's a movie, but having that grounding to come back to earth and say, hey, you know, five years down the road. You know, that's great to be chasing the million dollar check. But if you miss five years of your kid's life, it's gone. 
you can't get that. So what do you say to people that say, well, that's not very romantic. That's not very intimate to schedule in a time with your significant other. That sounds like it's more like I'm an, I'm an appointment. And by the way, when I ask this question, this could be male, female. This is not about male dominated and a woman in, in, in the home. No, this there's a lot of dominant, there's not dominant, uh, females um, who are in the same position that you are supported by a, by a, by a spouse in their life. So, so talk about what you would say to those people who say, ah, that's not, you know, that's not a, that's not a marriage. I think I would have said that, uh, you know, five years ago, I would have said that, you know, oh, it's not spontaneous. There's still spontaneous yeah. moments in, in our life. Um, mm-hmm. but, but scheduling in, you know, we're really, if you're not blocking out your time as a business owner, then you're just all over the place and you're not as effective as you can be. If you're not blocking out right. time with a spouse, then for me, my default is, oh, I've got a call at this time. You know, I, I've booked a sales call or whatever. Um, and yeah. then it just gets pushed to the side and never happens. So having that structure, there's there's a lot of freedom in having that structure because we know, Interesting. Mm-hmm. We know that, that we're going to be able to connect. Um, you know, obviously not every night is, is perfectly rigid. Sometimes there's stuff that happens sure. and it shifts around, but having that baseline of, you know, this is, this is where we know we have that time to connect. I love it. Yeah. I love that structure it gives you freedom and also what it gives is security to the relationship too, because you know that you have covered that and it, it, it isn't being taken for granted. And, uh, you know, I love that we're able to have that conversation. Right? When I can have any topic of conversation with you, I've come to learn, which is fabulous, but you know, that that's, that's, I think it's so critically important is that it is a journey with everybody. It's not silos and, and, uh, you forget the other part of the relationship. So thank you for letting us to uh, letting me take that journey. You mentioned you hired an agency in Australia. Like, come on, Lewis. This is North America, the epicenter of businesses. They're everywhere. Australia, dude. What's what happened with that one? I, and by the way, you know, I'm jesting with you, but I just I, I love the story that you went to Australia to find the value you wanted. And what what uh, was the reason you ultimately chose these amazing people from Australia? Yeah, so we I, I joined a mastermind called Apex, uh, run by Ryan Stuman. Um, it would have been September of this year. Okay. Um, and and basically, he's got you know a whole system for building out your business. You know the the stuff we were talking about off air before. You know my my passion and my core zone of genius is building the branding and the the prospecting and sales. So he's got a very good system for that. So I joined that that program. Um, there's about fifteen hundred people in there right now, all focused on the same thing: growing business. You know, growing personally. Um, growing your relationships with your spouse, et cetera. Um, and I met these guys through there. So it's uh, two two guys cool. on opposite ends of Australia. They One of them runs more of a systems-oriented business, and one of them runs you know, the an agency really similar to ours. Yes. Um, and I met them. We had a call at 2.30 in the morning our time. Um, <laughs> because uh, I talked to one of the members um, who was being mentored by them uh, at the time. And, and he was like, dude, everything that you're talking about that you're struggling with right now, They've helped me overcome. Like he, he basically took a fitness business from um, zero to I believe he's doing a million uh, in six months with their wow, help. right? So with them, yeah, because the systems they put in place. Yeah, yeah, dude, dude, send me a link after this is over, would you? I want to learn about these guys <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, but so I connected with them, and and they were like, yeah, we can meet at you know what was two thirty our time. Ryan and I jumped on, you know, and I just wanted mm-hmm. to find out more about what they did. They they gave us the package and it was exorbitant for us at the time. You know, I, I um, 
you know, it, it was basically a monthly rate and then a percentage of sales uh, is what it ah, went. Okay. And so I was like, you know, all right, let's go. Cause I knew, I knew we needed it. And in that time, I mean, I went, we went from, you know, kind of, kind of a bit of stagnation um, near the end of, of uh, the summer to yes. in, de- in December, we did a fifth of our revenue. Uh, of wow. Last in one month. In one month. Yeah. Fabulous. All, all, most of it new business and, and January, we topped it again by 15% above that. Um, and, and February we're, we're on track. So that's, that's because of these systems and processes that we've been able to come into place. And it was through, you know, originally through that, that mastermind group that I'm a part of that I connected with them. Yeah. You know, I, um, I, I, I love this story again, for all kinds of reasons, but one of them is, is that you never know who you're going to meet because you are meeting somebody else and, you know, love them or love them or hate them doesn't really matter. But in the art of the deal, uh, was written by Donald Trump many years ago. He talks about an event that he went to in New York City and he was dealing with some real financial problems. And he was invited to this charity event. And, you know, you get, you, you, I'm sure I've been in those days, I just want to go to bed. I don't want to deal with this stuff. And he went to the event, obviously found somebody there who was at the table that he was at. And was able to broker a deal to help him uh, give him a leg up to start his uh, his journey for the to the next point. So I, I love 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 that story. Um, where's your where's the client that's the furthest away from you physically? Uh, probably I've got several on the on the uh, Pacific Coast, so it'd probably be be one in San Diego. Love it, I yeah. love it. Yeah, that's so cool. Brand building, reaching out, organic conversations. C uh, SEO and CEO as <laughs> part of that journey. Um, where's uh, where's Blue Crocus going next? Give me the next uh, twenty four months because if you did a fifth in one month, dude, you're not slowing down. <laughs> well, except in a cup in a in a month or two. But uh, where's Blue Crocus heading next? Well, the overarching goal, um, you know, that I've had always always since I started was I would like to. Write a check for a million dollars. I'm going to write a check for a million dollars from the business by 2027, um, and okay. that check is going to go to uh, some sort of. It, it could be a combination of things, but something around the homeless community. There's a lot of really cool vent, um, wow. ventures and things being built to help the community, not just in food, but in how can we better their their life in general. Um, so that that's the underlying underpinning, I guess, philosophy of why I'm doing this. Obviously, to support the family. Um, yes. But, but, you know, we're looking at growth of our goal is 10% or more growth per month uh, over the next, you know, 24 months. Well, uh, my bet's on you, man. How, how uh, you know, I, I like to have this, convers- uh, this question with all of our guests from Atlantic Canada. What do you say, you know, why Atlantic Canada? Uh, and, and I say, why Atlantic Canada? Yes, you're from there. I get all of that kind of stuff. But what are some other golden nuggets that are associated with doing business in Atlantic Canada for really a business that is now on the west coast of uh, of, uh, of the United States too. So, so yeah, what's uh, what's 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 what are some nuggets you'd want to convey to? Again, this is a global this is a global audience, but a national audience in particular for Canada. Talk about Atlantic Canada and the entrepreneurial space. Well, I caught the bug initially. Um, you know, going to university, I was around a lot of people who had started businesses. Um, university, you know, this University of New Brunswick is incredibly entrepreneurial. Yeah. Um, I came up through the uh, the engineering side of it. Um, there's yeah. the technology management and entrepreneurship there with, uh, with Dr. Shukla. Dr. Um, Shukla. 
but uh, but you know, NBCC has it. There, there's a lot of entrepreneurial spirit here in the city. Halifax is the same way. I was able to go to a few things in in Halifax, um, but but it's it's around the main epicenters. There's a lot of growth and a lot of people starting some really cool stuff. So you're surrounded yeah. by those people, and you see it happening, and you see you know you see the possibilities, and it, it's exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah, well, it's the energy, it's the conversation, and of course, there's great support systems that are in place in uh, in Atlanta, Canada. I know when uh, when the pandemic came along, boys, Akoa uh, as an example was a great supporter of mine to to adjust and and build out something that I'm now doing with Chef Toriel that that um, just just was like, well, thank thank you. And uh, those types of supports, whether they're financial or coaching or whatever, are just solid, man. So, Lewis, I could, I, I could keep hanging out for a long time with you, but I can't tell you how much I appreciate this continued uh, conversation and how you're contributing to the entrepreneurial spirit, how you're contributing to your own learning, how you're building something of substance, how you're helping people. And that little nugget, of, and I'm going to keep it in my head, you put the orange vest on and you went and you hung out with some of your clients, which a lot of people don't do. They might have a Zoom call, but they don't go say, hey, let me come to your office for a day and just breathe it in. Brilliant, brilliant strategy amongst all the technical piece. So so how do people uh, how do people hang out with you, man? How do they uh, find out, you know, the blue crocus? But, you know, talk to me about one What's the what's the website address for Blue Crocus? And the second thing is is that uh, how do they hang out with you? Yeah, absolutely. And I I'll echo that. You know, I always enjoy our conversations. Always. Uh, Thank you. It, it all, I always learn something. You know, whatever the the side of the mic that we're on. We we've chatted a couple of times with with you on yeah, the show, um, and and always enjoy that. But um, yeah, if people want to connect, it's bluecrocus.ca. Um, okay. You'll you'll put it in the notes there, and then Lewis Vandervoort. Dot com is also where basically it's my digital business card. You can connect with me on you know a bunch of different levels there. It's got links to all my my social media. So connect oh, out. Yeah. Happy to help people in in any way. And you know as you, as you can tell, even if it's a thirty minute conversation to see how you know you can find some things to do for your business. I'm yeah. here. Lewis, keep being a rock star, dude. Keep being a rock star. We look forward to the next conversation because this isn't going to be the last one. Keep on happening, man. Cheers. I love it. Cheers. <laughs>